Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you know a student getting ready to go to college? Or are you looking at going back to school yourself? The Woodward Hines Education Foundation and the Get to College program help more Mississippians get to and through college to get certificates and degrees that lead to meaningful employment. They offer free college planning advice, including hands-on FAFSA completion assistance through in-person or virtual appointments. Visit gettocollege.org to learn more. This is MPB News. Hi, this is Karen Brown. Thanks for checking out the Mississippi Edition podcast. If you like what you hear, click subscribe, hit like, or leave us a comment if your app has that feature. Then find other MPB podcasts by searching MPB Think Radio on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks. Good morning. It's 8.30 on Tuesday, March 23rd. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, Mississippi surpasses one million doses of coronavirus vaccine. Then we examine the targeted strategies officials are using to reach work communities that suffered outbreaks at the start of the pandemic. Plus, FEMA offers funeral assistance for families managing COVID-19 related deaths. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. The Magnolia State's vaccine rollout is hitting new benchmarks as the state tops one million doses of coronavirus vaccine. More than 350,000 people have been fully vaccinated against the coronavirus in Mississippi, and around 700,000 have gotten at least one shot. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says it's a testament to the system the state has put in place. It's been a phenomenal effort with great partnerships. I can't speak enough to these National Guard men out here and women. They've done a phenomenal job working with our public health folks to set up really, I think, a model of the nation immunization process. If you look at the number of vaccines that have been distributed in Mississippi to date, the majority of doses have come through these type of sites now located in 24 locations and growing. So really a powerful shout out to the success of these collaborations and to our everyday Mississippians. Um, Today, Mississippi is reporting 95 cases and zero deaths. That's a phenomenal number. Certainly want it to be lower, but we've come a long way. And why have we come so far? We've come so far for a few very simple reasons. We are here now because we've seen a phenomenal immunization effort and we see that most of Mississippians over 65 and a growing percentage of Mississippians over 50 are vaccinated and protected. We know that they're much less likely to have severe disease and much, much less likely to go to the hospital or to die. So that's phenomenally important. But also, and I'm so very proud of my fellow Mississippians, that as we have added to our immunization stronghold of of protection, we've continued to wear masks in public. Not because we have to, but because we know it's the right thing to do. 
Governor Tate Reeves says the one million shot milestone is significant, but he recognizes there will be hurdles along the way to two million. I also want everyone to know that while today marks a major milestone of one million shots, we're not yet out of this fight. In fact, we know that the next million shots are going to be harder to get than the last million. They're going to be harder to get because of vaccine hesitancy. We have vaccine hesitancy in in our state just like we see all around the nation. I want you to know, many of you saw me, I've taken the vaccine. My family has taken the vaccine. Many great physicians and community leaders around the state have taken the vaccine. And so in the coming weeks and months, we're going to continue to urge our fellow Mississippians to do just that, to take the vaccine themselves. Coming up, we examine the targeted strategies officials are using to reach work communities that suffered outbreaks at the start of the pandemic. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. Coronavirus outbreaks at food processing facilities were common at the beginning of the pandemic, impacting a lot of low-income people of color. Louisiana is starting to get vaccine supply to workers in these types of high-risk industries. From the Gulf States newsroom, Shalina Chutlani looks at Louisiana's strategy and lessons for the region. In a large auditorium on the edge of the Mississippi River, National Guard soldiers shout out names. This is a mass vaccination event for fishermen and plant workers like Angel Arroyo. Yes, me. He's one of over 300 people here to get a shot. Well, to be honest, I didn't feel it. nothing, no, no different. I still feel the same. I know I will not infect nobody else or catch COVID. Arroyo says getting the vaccine is a relief. He's a welder at Daybrook Fisheries, a processing plant that turns fish into products like pet food. During the pandemic, there were over a dozen cases among fishermen and plant workers in this area. I was freaked out <laughs> because I don't know what if you got it or my family got it. Arroyo says workers were told to socially distance, wear masks, and take paid leave if they got sick. But it was still risky. Some workers live together in trailers or in close quarters on boats. Arroyo lives hours away from his job, so he carpools with his co-worker. The guy who I was riding with, he caught COVID, and we didn't know. And I was riding with him every day. Arroyo says, thankfully, he didn't get coronavirus. But in Louisiana, there were over a 1,000 cases at food processing facilities. Across industries, it was the top source of coronavirus cases. In Mississippi and Alabama, hundreds of cases were tied to poultry plants, where most workers are low-income and black or Latino. 
When vaccine supply became more available in Louisiana, the state's health department received a message from a concerned citizen who was worried workers in these industries would be left out. So we realized that we have to meet people where they are. Chantal Bear mcgee is a regional medical director with the state's health department. She helped organize the vaccination clinic for the fishermen and plant workers near the docks, about 60 miles south of New Orleans. Bear mcgee says for people who work in these essential industries, it's important to get them the vaccine early. But making vaccines available doesn't mean they're accessible. They want to go to a place where they trust. That trust may have to be an auditorium. It may have to be a church. It may have to be a job site. At the beginning of the vaccine rollout, most of the supply went to hospitals and pharmacies. But when supply became more available, health officials pivoted. They saw that some communities prefer group activities with people they know. And appointment times have to align with lifestyles. The fishing season is going to start and the priority is going to be to get that catch, not to come back to shore and get the vaccine. Along the Gulf Coast, other communities have faced similar challenges. Daniel Lee works with an organization for Vietnamese Americans in Mississippi and Alabama. He says many elderly Vietnamese people couldn't get appointments online because of language barriers. Just the majority of people who need to get a shot now uh, are still waiting. Lee says he did everything he could to find doses to distribute. He set up small pop-up events at local temples and churches. So it was a challenging effort given that we have to deploy staff, the resources to assist with this. But the community needed more. So Lee reached out to the Mississippi Department of Health. Together, we decided that, you know, in order to address these needs for the Vietnamese community, um, we would have a designated vaccination drive just for the Vietnamese community. Lee says he's trying to build a relationship with the Alabama Department of Health. He wants to have a drive there, too. He says the demand is there, but health officials can't have a blanket approach to how they distribute supply or else at-risk communities could be left behind. For the Gulf States Newsroom, I'm Shalina Chutlani. This story was produced as part of a regional collaboration with public media stations in Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi. Coming up, FEMA offers funeral assistance for families managing COVID-19-related deaths. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. If you ever miss one of our locally produced shows or want to simply hear it again, you can find what you need at mpbonline.org or download our podcast app to your smartphone. MPB programming is on your schedule at mpbonline.org. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. Thanks. 
Beginning in April, Mississippians may apply for funeral assistance through FEMA for deaths caused by COVID-19. Among the requirements, the death certificate must list COVID-19 as the cause of death, and receipts and expenses must have been incurred after January 20th, 2020. Eric Steele with the Mississippi Funeral Directors and Morticians Association tells our Desiree Frazier the reimbursements will help families struggling financially due to the deaths of loved ones. It's been very hectic and it's been hard and trying for the for us and the families because we're not allowed to grieve and to put our loved ways on the way we would like. And from the perspective of cost, has it been a strain on families that you know of? Yes, ma'am. It has been a strain on families because a lot of these people were healthy individuals with no previous conditions or minor conditions that they contracted COVID some way or another and they ended up expiring due to that. And it has been a very burdensome situation for these families. And what have you found that they've had to do to meet the cost or have homes written it off? Well, in my situation, it's been very good in that most of my families have been able to have insurance. And then there were some that other people helped them to cover the cost. But personally, from our funeral home perspective, it hasn't been that difficult because we're in a small town and we really push insurance. So a lot of our clients were insured. But I have a lot of colleagues that they have had to work with these families during these difficult times by setting up payment arrangements. Some of them have been able to discount their services and so on and so forth so that we can serve our communities. How do you feel about FEMA announcing um, that it will provide some portion of reimbursement for funerals where people have died from COVID-19? I think it's a very good thing that they're doing because this would help to defray some of those costs and offset some of the costs that's been placed upon these families and the burden that's associated with the death of their loved ones. Most of these people that passed, they were the providers for these families, so it's been very difficult. Former State Representative Steve Holland operates funeral homes in the Tupelo area. He says he's seen the toll of the pandemic, the loss of life, and the financial hardships up close. This is somewhat unusual. I mean, we've had something like 50 COVID deaths since uh, March of last year at my funeral home in Tupelo in Oklahoma. And uh, the people are struggling. I mean, a lot of them, the breadwinners lost their job and now they're dead. And, and so it, it the, the pandemic is bad enough. Uh, but uh, with the with the advent of a breadwinner uh, going away, it really makes a disastrous situation. And quite frankly, I've got a lot of those still on the books. You know, I just did my part to be benevolent and understanding with families. Uh, it, it's an unusual approach to do funeral expenses. I don't think it's ever been done in history after a pandemic that I know of. But uh, the federal Congress put $2 billion in that nationwide, and that would go a long way. I would say they've got to be very careful about fraud, fraud in the industry and fraud with families. You know, that that's the biggest thing that they're going to have to do because it's by nature of people that they'll they'll buy as much and, and do as much as somebody else will pay for health care or anything, funeral expenses. So it I think it's a good idea to help these families, but I think it's got to be very carefully monitored. And FEMA's still doing the regulations part of it. And and uh, our, I understand there's public hearing process and they're getting uh 
feedback from a lot of the stakeholders that are involved, and that's the right thing about it. This has been Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Edition podcast from MPB News and MPB Think Radio. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if your app lets you, leave a comment or review. We really do appreciate it. Remember, you can always get in touch with MPB News on Facebook and Twitter. And fresh episodes of the podcast are posted every weekday morning. I'm Karen Brown. Thanks for listening. This is Mississippi Edition from MPB Think Radio.